Hi, this is Mimi Shavery, and I am here with your daily dose of energy. It is Father's Day. It is also the start of Cancerian season. It is also the day Jupiter goes retrograde. It is also the summer solstice. It is a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful day. So I just could not, would not, and I'm never going to allow this day to pass where I do not celebrate or share in the celebration of what this season signifies. Yes, it is my birthday month. Yes, my birthday is in about a week. However, it is not just about me. It is about the energy of Cancerian season. And for everybody, all of you know that Cancerian season is a very difficult time for those who are not accustomed to this emotional um, and I don't even like to always use it as an emotional energy, but it is. It's very it's a sense of emotional intelligence that you have to have in order to understand the beauty of and to really embrace the sense of and be a part of what this season signifies for your life. It is a turning point. The summer solstice comes exactly six months after the winter solstice, which means it is the beginning of the sun reaching its peak before it begins to die out into the autumn. And it's very interesting when we think about it because it also signifies a lot happening within us. In between the winter solstice, we have the spring equinox, which is that midpoint before the sun reaches it, its peak. And once the sun reaches its peak, the only way for it to go after its peak is to begin to transition down to its resting, which is what happens in the fall and the winter. This is very beautiful. This is a very significant space to be in. And I'm very excited that we are here. I absolutely love, 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 love this season. And a couple of years ago, as many of you remember about two years ago, exactly on tomorrow, one of my best friends passed away of cancer, whose birthday is July 2nd, who is also a cancerin. And this was something that we shared because we both were into, in relationships and still for me, but we still very close relationships with Aquarius. And so we had this, um, definite connection that was beyond expla explanation because the sense of depth that it took, the, transi the transitions that it took for us to get to this space where um, we had this sense of emotional intelligence and also were able to navigate through the airy waters of Aquarius. So it was very interesting, but it was very powerful. But he passed away of Cancerian, I mean, of cancer during Cancerian season. As a matter of fact, on the first day, the day of the summer solstice, the day cancer season began in 2019 was on the 21st. So it does, um, signify a lot happening. Remember, we had leap year in 2020. So there was just a lot of things that were happening, a lot of things that were going. And it feels like lifetimes ago because so many different leaps and bounds and changes and strides have happened since then. But it's always a reminder for me of rebirth, much like, you know, the fall. Autumn used to be a very difficult time for me, as many of you know, who've been listening and, and following and supporting for a while. You know that um, fall was a very 
dark time because that's when I lost my father. It is when, you know, a lot of things happened in the fall and it, it was literally Thanksgiving was the worst holiday for me. And I went through this birth and rebirth transformation within myself that forced me to find the beauty in it. Otherwise, I would have never escaped myself. And so this is a very beautiful time and it marks a very pivotal moment in our journeys of self. We have six months left of this year, but it is the new beginning. It is a it is a standing point of where you have where you've come, how you've grown, how you've evolved, how you've changed, how you've shifted and how you've adapted to the world as you know it. And it's taking back a sense of control and power of yourself, but also being vulnerable and available to the changes and shifts that come. And so I'm very excited and I'm very grateful and I'm very honored. And it is no better way for Father's Day to kick off than today. And so for all of you who have been following for a long time, you know that this podcast started um, as an audio series and it started for men. It was a safe space that I and still is a safe space that I create and created for them to feel heard, to feel seen, to be poured into and to also give some tough love at times. Um, But the reason it has flourished and grown and expanded the way that it has is because The way that I intended it to be is the way that it is now and it's grown and it's evolved, but also because the men, the masculinity in the men, um, me answering that call, me hearing that call. And again, this was in 2018 when I decided this was what I was going to do. I was going to launch it in March, but Mercury retrograde and Pisces was happening. And I was like, I'm not going to release this audio series in the middle of Mercury retrograde, nor am I going to do that in the middle of Pisces season. This has to be God. I need you to give me, um, I need you to give me another date. And the date that came to me that made the only date that made sense after that was April the 7th, which is Aries season. But seven is my God number. It is a very spiritual number. It is a very, um, important number to me. And so, Being that it was launched in 2019 and nine and one is a 10. It was a complete cipher. It was a complete new beginning. It was a a new foundation that was laid on the 7th of April. And I acted on that. And when I tell you my intention was for it to only be for seven weeks and for seven people, God showed out and he reminded me that You're not in control of the gift that I give you. It is your job to continue to anchor and to listen and be obedient. But it's seven on seven on the timer. Oh, my God. I hear you, God. Um, It is up to him. And it has flourished. The seeds have grown. The amount of support and love and feedback that I get from men um, of all different backgrounds, of all different ethnicities all over the world. Y'all, I'm in nine countries. Um. That's something that I can't even fathom because it's not how it started in my mind, but I'm very grateful and I'm very thankful and I'm very honored that men trust me in that way. And so this particular episode is just a reminder of the significance 
of the path and and why it's important that we always speak life into our men and be that safe space. I have incredible men around me. I love masculine energy. Um, I love being a vessel for them. I've always been a vessel for them. And I think that's because of how I've grown up. We have a family that's filled with a lot of men, but we have a lot of women as well, but mostly men. And out of the 21 cousins, there's a 21 first cousins from my father's side. There's mostly men and we grew up that way, you know. And so I've always had this care and this uh, nurturing thing for them. Also in a very tough way, because you have to, right? You have to, but it's also providing that gentle space that we grew up seeing with our grandmothers and great grandmothers and mothers, right? And aunts. So today is Father's Day and ladies don't get, listen, I'm going to tell y'all, like I told y'all when the first, when the podcast audio series first kicked off, you are not excluded from this. This is absolutely your space as well. Um, this is not to negate you. This is not to offend you. This is not to make you feel like you don't matter because you guys know good and damn will y'all know that that's not the case, right? You know that I give equal tough love to everyone. I am an equal tough lover. Okay. Um, but I also care about balance and it's not fair for me not to pour into the males and the masculinity and give a bit of a reminder to why I remember why we started and I'm not have not and will never forget that so I am working on some things that are going to definitely be pouring into our men more often. I do do a lot of episodes that are very neutral in whomever connects to it. But there are certain things that men go through that men need to know that we know, I know, I feel you, I hear you, I see you. And they are, they entrust me with that space. And so I'm gonna give that to you and give that to them as well as I do for you, all right? So just sit back and just, you know, breathe and let's get into this father's day okay so oh and let me say this do not do me with the whataboutisms do not do me with the you know but my dad wasn't there or he wasn't there or he ain't did that and it listen 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 hold up pump your brakes wait a minute we're not gonna do that Um, you can do that on social media, on someone else's stuff. You can do that amongst your people. You can do that. But most of the people that support and follow this particular podcast, their vibration is different. Their vibration is, is, is more evolved and they're more aware of themselves and they do not project. They are more aware of their projections if they do. And, um, they will that back in. So I want to be, let me remind you, um, even for the males, Um, everyone's circumstances are different. Everyone's relationships with their parents are different. Everyone's relationship with the men in their life is different. But the vibration that I come from is an authentic one based on not only 
what I know is happening around the world, but also what I know spiritually is needed, but also what I experience with the men that I encounter and the relationships that I have built and the up and down roller coasters that I know they go through as well. And so this is not a day for anti-fathership. This is not that. This is a day to be reminded of the significance of the fathership and the presence, even when they're not present. Right. Um, I speak a lot about my father. My father passed away when I was 21. My father passed away suddenly at 47 years old. Okay. The day before Thanksgiving, leaving a 13 year old, which was my brother and a 16 year old, which is my sister. And even though physically my father is not and has not been here, the presence of my father and the father of my friends who have lost parents are very much so still potent. So regardless to the physicality of your father, how you choose to honor the relationship, how you choose to learn and grow and evolve with that relationship, even after the physicality has transcended is on you. And the lessons of that, the possibilities of that are endless. So it's very important that we don't get distracted from the most significant thing, which is the necessity of fathership, period, because none of us would be here without the assistance of a father. So I understand that there are a lot of different circumstances and there are a lot of different things that happen and there are a lot of different ways of viewing certain situations in your life. But at some point, that can't be the reason why you don't prosper. It can't be the reason why you don't choose to push forward. It can't be the reason as to why you are not present in your own life. And we also have to take into account a lot of significant reasons as to why we can say, oh, the, the system took our fathers away. We can say health took our fathers away. We can say mental illness took our fathers away. We can say the wars and military took our fathers away. We can say life took our fathers away. We can say that our fathers didn't feel like they were able to provide because they weren't given the means or the will or the push to know they could. We can say a million of things. We can say we don't have a relationship with our fathers because our mothers have steered us in a way that turns us off from even trying. We can say that seeing the chaos and seeing the things that have happened in our lives with our fathers have made us not want that relationship. We can say that we were not treated right. We can say that we weren't, you know, seen or viewed in any way that was productive. We can say all of those things. But the thing is, what we have to do is be absolutely honest with the parts that are needed, not only are needed, but are required for us as individuals to continue to grow. And if we do not allow ourselves that space, and if we don't put ourselves in a space where we can grow from the pain of it, then we will always be in this space where we're battling against ourselves. Okay. So that is not what this is about. This is about acknowledging that life is not linear and experiences are not linear and circumstances occur that individuals take certain different approaches to every single time.
So it's important that we hold space for the evolution of a man. Like I said, my father passed at 47. A lot of the things that I experienced as a child, my siblings did not. And that's good, bad and indifferent. There are a lot of things that we saw as together, but there are a lot of things I saw as an individual being the oldest child. You see and you experience things that your siblings don't. And I'm grateful that I was able to stand in that space so they didn't have to. But I'm also um, grateful that I was able to transcend what I felt at certain points in my life to evolve into a different space and allow that relationship with my father to continue to grow and flourish and heal and go for it as well. So that is what this particular episode is going to be. It is going to be a space where I am acknowledging and pouring into and sharing um, what I feel is needed for them right now. Okay. So hopefully you gain something from this and hopefully no matter who you are, male or women, um, that you allow yourself to heal. There are a lot of, there's a lot of healing, especially in the community of black people. Um, but all people, there are a lot of healing in the family dynamic that is needed, but in our community, the nuclear of our families have been ripped apart. And it's very interesting that father's day falls on Juneteenth weekend because I'm not going to even get into Juneteenth because you guys know that I've been triggered because of this whole debacle that's been happening. And so you can listen to the previous episodes. Um, and I, I'm very clear on those things, but I'm out of that space. I'm out. Of, I'm getting out of that energy and I don't want to tap back into that. So I'm not going to. But I'm going to say that coming into the Juneteenth weekend and Father's Day weekend, it's a reminder that. A lot of the destruction of the nuclear of the family began before many of us was even cultivated, before we were even thought about, before our parents were even born. And unfortunately, those are things that have played out throughout the duration of our life because every generation is trying to play catch up to what was snatched and ripped and taken away from them from before birth. So it's important for us to take all of those things in account when we are interacting with each other and understand that everyone's progression is not the same and everyone doesn't progress on the same level. And just because you think you're further than or you've evolved more doesn't mean that you actually have, depending on the capacity in which you are designed to be placed in. So it's very important that we have a sense of safety within our own community, within our own homes and provide that safe life for our partners and our children to be able to express, to be able to share the whole demeaning of their emotional capabilities is a part of the destruction. The inability to allow a male to cry is a part of the destruction, a part of, you know, not listening to them, not hearing them. They can't say anything to us. We won't listen to them. Anything that they say is against the woman and we all go into instant attack. The desire for that emotional, um, vulnerability that we want them to have we don't give them and I feel as though if if we look at what the role of a mother is what the role of a woman is that is our rightful space to be a center be in the center of nurturing to be the one who births that they are in our wounds we hold them first it is our duty. It is our responsibility to continue to cultivate a safe place for them, even outside of the wound. So it makes sense that they're always searching for that because they 
somehow become disconnected from that once they are released into the world. And that falls on us. And that's why it's being very clear on the positions and the parts that you play when it comes to society, when it comes to our lives, when it comes to where we are, it is important. It is necessary. And it is cancer season. So this is where we're going to get reconnected with our roots of it. This is where we're going to feel just how disconnected you've been, just how much you as men have been wanting that and haven't been able to voice that, haven't been able to express that because there's no safe space for you to do so. Even amongst your own, there is no safe space because it's viewed as a weakness. Well, it's not a weakness. As a woman, as a woman who understands the power of a woman, but also our wound, we birth you. We nurture you. We care for you. We feed you. We do all of these things from inside our bodies before you are even given a name. And once we release you, suddenly we build this armor of you. We don't continue to nurture the parts of you that we began nurturing in the womb. We do not create a safe place to where we can always check in and make sure that those parts of you that are still a little tender are tended to. We don't do that. And then we blame the world. We blame the world for creating these men who don't know how to treat women. We blame the world for the lack of emotional intelligence or the lack of emotional capacity to express. We blame the world. We blame men. We go anti-men. And that is not the energy we're bringing. Shifts have happened. Things have happened. And for men going into this week, yes, today is Father's Day, but going into this week, there is you're going to notice a big change within yourselves. And the big change that you're going to feel within yourself is on a very deep level, one that you've never, ever, ever comprehended or been able to vocalize before, not because it didn't exist, but because you just didn't understand it or you just didn't feel comfortable doing so. Suddenly there's a natural innate desire to be where you feel loved, where you feel supported, where you feel heard, where you feel like you have a part to play in the nuclear of whatever it is you're building. It is not just you want to be the macho. It is not just that you want to be overbearing. It is not just you want to be in a space of control. It's a space that you have to be in in order for you to survive because there is a big world out there that is on your shoulders. There is a big world out there that says you are set up to fail. There are many, many, many speed traps and many, many, many roadblocks that keep you from progressing. But when you get that space and get to that space where you are connecting to that inner source within you that says, no matter what it is that I am dealt, no matter where it is that I am seeing myself fall short, I will always believe that I can push beyond it. It is not lost on me that the, the suicide rate amongst men, especially African-American men, but men in general, is so high. And I was having a conversation with a woman um, couple weeks ago and the fact that 
she wasn't even aware of it. She didn't even care about it. It wasn't that she didn't care. She just didn't know it was a thing. She viewed it as a weakness also. And I, I had to check myself from being very defensive because I take things like that very personally because suicide has affected my life. Suicide has not only affected my life from afar, but up close. I've gone through those bouts as a woman and it's more normal for a woman to feel that. And I, I resent the fact that women, more black women, more women in general who birth men don't understand that when a man is detached from the very nurturing that brought them here, there is going to be a sense of neglect. There is going to be a sense of abandonment. There is going to be a sense of destitution set up for them because they do not know how to fiend or fend for themselves without that because they were not birthed into this world without that. That's an innate thing missing in the soul. That is an innate thing missing in the heart and the heart connects with the mind. And because men think their feelings typically, because men have a hard time expressing their feelings, they don't quite know how to pinpoint what the issues are. A lot of times that is viewed as a weakness. And the only way out that they can feel is to let it all go. Meaning maybe they're not committing suicide. Maybe they're going just leaving the family. Maybe they're choosing not to be involved in anything that's causing them any type of distress or chaos because they don't know how to handle the emotional destruction of it. They don't know how to fiend in the midst of the emotional abuse or the emotional space that they don't know how to deal with. It is very important that people understand that there's a duality, a duality in everything. And coming into Cancerian season, it is going to be a lot of masculinity tapping into that feeling of wanting to be the nurturer more because they don't have it. Wanting to be in spaces where they can cultivate that safe space for themselves or others because they don't have it. There'll be people choosing to leave relationships that are not fulfilling on an emotional level because it just doesn't feel like what I need it to feel like. And it's leaving me in a space of deficit and being honest about these things, being able to communicate these things is going to become clearer to you, not because you feel like you are nothing without it, not because you feel like you're not capable without it. It's because you're deciding that you just don't want to anymore. I don't want to go out into the world and fight the world, fight the systems, fight the people, and then come home and have to fight against myself. I don't want to do that. I don't want to have to fight against myself and fight against my partner and fight against my children and fight against life. That's overwhelming. And so instead of escaping to find that void in something else, you're choosing to tap into that void within yourself and build on it. And that's so damn beautiful. And it's bringing the sense of radiance to you. It's bringing the sense of power to you. It's bringing the sense of encouragement to you. It's creating and recreating the vision of you that you see. So Cancerian season is going to welcome those parts of you, not just because the world thinks it's needed, but because you think it's needed. Something is happening with this full moon in Capricorn that is, like I've said to you guys on the astrological overview, it's building this, I, this new life based on this real idea and this real vision of stability. 
of growth. Not choosing to be anything other than what I am, not choosing to be in a space that is not fundamentally helpful to me, not fundamentally in a space where I can grow and evolve, not fundamentally in a space where I feel love, not fundamentally helping build a foundation that will outlive us. It's being honest about that, being honest about your beliefs, being honest about your needs, being honest about what you can provide, being honest about your capacity to receive, being honest about these things so that the discussions can be had so that the experiences can be had so that we can go forward. And that's not easy for a lot of people. That's not going to be easy for a lot of people. A lot of you, a lot of men have dealt with relationships that just didn't go where they needed to go because you did not have the capacity to do it. You did not know how to do it. And you're coming into this full circle space of now I do. And not only do I, I want to have a partner who is able to work with me through it. I want to have a partner who's able to be that missing link that I've missed, which is that nurturing factor, which is that providing that safe space. I'm coming to you as whole as I can, but there are some parts of me that are missing because of the space that was needed that wasn't filled by where I come from. It's it's that idea of fearing the unknown because you're never you've, you haven't been prepared for it. You, you don't know what and it is a man's duty to know before he goes. Right. He's supposed to have it planned out. Think of it on a road trip. If you're taking your family on a road trip and you get lost, how dare you get lost? But if the mother is driving, it's natural. She's going to get lost. She's not that good with directions. No, let's look at this in an unbiased way. You're human. Humans have human experiences. But when you're tapped into that inner guide, right, that inner space, there's a sense of wisdom that comes from that. And even when you're acting on that, it doesn't always make sense to the outside. It's not going to always feel like it makes sense to people who are looking from afar, but it will feel right for you. And it always works out for you when you allow that to be your lead. This is someone who is choosing to rebuild. This is someone who's choosing to create from a space of authenticity. This is a space where You're finding that I've battled a lot. I've been at war a lot. Most importantly, I've been at war a lot with myself and I'm choosing to fight against that. I'm choosing to build above that. I'm choosing to use that as a part of the foundation and not something that has sent was sent here to destroy me. There are jewels and even the chaos and I'm going to find them. And the clarity that you gain. It's significant in the path to healing. It's significant in the path of rebuilding. It is significant in the space of rebranding yourself as an individual. So that you can be a better father. So that you can be a better husband, brother, son. That is what this is about. The reemergence of self. The reintroduction of self. The idea that I don't have to be perfect. To be present. And when you adapt to that understanding and you take on that understanding, you're able to have this sense of conviction within yourself that no matter what obstacle you're facing, you're going to do 100 percent what you can. That doesn't mean that it's always going to work out the way you wish. 
Doesn't mean that it's always going to work out the way that you would like, but it will be okay with you at the end of the day because you are doing 100% of what you can. You can't control the actions of others, the behaviors of others, or the thoughts or the words of others, but you can pr- you can absolutely control what you bring to it. And sometimes that does mean walking away until there's a better outlet, until there's a better avenue of success. It doesn't mean continue to hit in a dead wall that will not move. It doesn't mean continue having the same arguments that will not change. It does not mean having the same debates in the same, you know, conflictions that you have. No, that doesn't mean that it means being able to see that this is what I'm dealing with. And this is what I'm bringing to this. Let me take away the part I'm playing, replace it with something better. And if that doesn't work, I'll step away until another solution is provided. But I will never not give 100 percent of what I'm capable of giving. Sometimes you're 100 percent is equivalent to 50%. But you're giving everything you have. You're doing everything you can. You're doing everything you know to do. And it's very important that you allow yourself the grace to evolve with that. My father, again, when I look back, he passed at 47. A lot of the things that I saw, a lot of things that I dealt with, a lot of things I experienced was my father in his 30s. I'm in my 30s. That's not someone who's already at a space of foundation. That's not a person who's already built everything that they would like. That is a person who is continuing to grow. That is a person who is continuing to evolve, learning themselves, identifying different parts of themselves, trying to embrace different parts of themselves and trying to recollect from the pain of their own past. I am able to love a man and appreciate a man and and value a man and pour into a man because of the love and the dedication and the loyalty and the understanding that I have for the father and the uncles that I have in my own life. They're not perfect. But they're present. Even when the physicality of them is not. That is how you have to view yourself. The seeds that you're sowing are seeds that are not physically present yet. You don't see how these actions are going to benefit you. You don't see how this is going to work out for you. You do not see how everything is going to make sense, but you're still sowing seeds. I'm learning from my father's life 16 years after he's already gone. And now I'm at the age that my father was at when he began to shift the trajectory of the path. When he began to shift the trajectory of his vision, he, be- he was becoming even more of himself. He was identifying different parts of himself, but he never fully got to get there. He never fully got to get to that space where he was able to say, damn, I overcame all of that. Damn, it paid out well. Damn. But I am his seed. I am a product of him. And everything that he wasn't able to see in the physical, I am able to produce for him. I'm able to do it in my version as his flesh. That's an honor. 
So regardless to where you have been, regardless to what you've seen, regardless to what you've dealt with, regardless to what you have experienced, it is important to be able to will that back in to look at thyself and say, despite all of those things and in spite of every attempt that I've made that didn't happen, I'm going to choose to keep going. I'm going to choose to keep doing my part. I'm going to choose to show up because even if in the physical, I cannot be there. I want my presence felt. And that's what matters. So coming into Cancerian season, you're at this space where you're identifying the parts of thyself that is missing, the parts of thyself that you didn't realize you wanted and needed, but you do. The parts of thyself that you can progress in, the parts of thyself that you can evolve in. And you're choosing to do that. And it's nothing you have to communicate about. You don't have to tell everybody. You don't have to go and... Oh, I've gotten this enlightenment. No, a true awakened person, a true, true awakened person is a person that identifies within themselves the changes, the shifts, the things that they need to do, and the things that they feel, and they create that within and the physicality of them shows up, shows up. In everyday life for them, the way that they speak, the way that they the women that they deal with, the, the, the men that they deal with, the relationships that they have, the friendships that they have, the places they choose to frequent, the, the things they spend their money on, the, the ways they choose to live their life. That is the value of the seeds that you are sowing. They show up in those forms. It shows up in your lack of compassion. It shows up in your lack of understanding. It shows up in your lack of patience. It shows up in your lack of identifying thyself. Because when you see yourself and you choose yourself and you decide that this is who I am, this is what I'm going to do to make it better, or this is where I want to be, then guess what happens? Everything changes. You're at that pinnacle. You're between winter solstice and summer solstice. You're in the middle at spring equinox and once you reach to the summer solstice which is the highest point before parts of you begin to die out summer solstice is the awakening it is a part of you that is enlightened it is that light in you that goes off it is the identification of the parts of you that must be removed or must evolve and once you identify that the 180 to the remaining 360 begins. And that's when you come into a total new emergence of yourself. It does not happen overnight. It does not happen within two days. It does not happen because you change women you lay with or men you lay with. It doesn't change because you decide I'm not going to be in that child's life because the mother is too much. I'm not going to go and talk to my father because he's too toxic and he got too many issues. I'm not going to deal with my own alcoholism problems. I'm not going to deal with my own drug addiction. I'm not going to deal with my neediness. I'm not going to deal with my control issues. I'm not going to deal with my lack of being able to build anything other than what I want it to be right now. I'm not going to do that. It's the choosing to see things differently, not because you want a instant gratification, but because you understand the value in it from a seed.
A lot of times we speak about men in this superhero type of way. And to me, a superhero in a man is a man who is so aware of himself, so proud of himself, despite what the world says he should be ashamed of. Not allowing yourself to feel defeated by the world's expectations of what you should be. This is what you have to understand. No one knows you but you. No one has the blood running through your veins but you. Nobody understands the things that you've seen, experienced, and overcame but you. And so trying to translate that to people from, a from afar is just not feasible. So you have to make a decision and you're going to have to make a choice. Do I choose them or do I choose me? Because choosing me pays greater. Choosing me feels better. Choosing me provides me a, a sense of peace that they, the world, cannot. This is coming into this season with a new view of self. This is coming into this season, making a conscious decision to choose self. You guys went through a lot. Last Father's Day was a lot. Many of you have lost your fathers. Many of you are in the process of losing your fathers. Many of you never knew your fathers. Many of you have not ever encountered a male who really poured into you in a way that you needed. And you, you had experiences with mothers who were so bitter about the men who didn't stay that you grew up in a space of natural abandonment, natural incapability to evolve beyond the wrath of a woman, the pain of a woman. So it's only natural that you view women in that in that light, in that sense. That's how you experience women. You experience a woman the way you experience your mother. You look for things in a woman that you did not have in your mother, that you don't even realize why you're looking for it because it came from the wound. It came from the wound. Every time you fell and you were told to man up, Every time a man left and you were told you're the man of the house, every time you were the person who had to be the head of the household. Those are all things moving through your mind, escaping in your mind. Some of you are in this space where you're trying to figure it out and you're trying to heal and you're trying to recover, but you don't know where to go. You don't know what to do and you don't know if you have the time. And I'm here to tell you. Awareness is the first step. You've come into this space where you're now aware. You've come into this space where you're now clear. You don't quite know the plan. You don't quite know how it's going to get done. You're not quite sure if it's going to pan out, but you are making a decision and it starts with that light bulb. It's starting with that moment where you've decided I have got to change the trajectory of how this is going. Otherwise, it will kill me. Otherwise, I won't survive. You weren't able to speak about the pain of losing friends to the streets. You're not able to talk about how losing your job has affected you, has stressed you out. You're not able to talk about the, the unhealed wounds of the childhood. You're not able to speak about the fears that you have as a father. But now you are aware that they're there. And now 
It's your decision on how you move forward. For some of you, that looks like releasing. For some of you, it looks like seeing therapist. For some of you, it looks like changing your group of friends, changing the people you lay with, choosing not to lay with anybody, choosing to cut off any relationships that aren't growing, that aren't evolving, choosing to leave toxic corporations, choosing to walk away from a business you thought you loved. And now you decided you don't want to do that anymore. Choosing to not be in a hamster wheel for consumption of others, choosing thyself, choosing what you are prideful about, choosing what you value, choosing what you feel is, a, is of importance. That is the starting point. And Cancerian season for you is going to bring you that. A total reemergence of self. A total new identification of self. And by the time winter solstice comes, you will not be the same. And if you look at where you are today, last winter, you are not the same. You've changed. You've shifted. You're different. And guess what? That's a beautiful thing. Because just like the leaves of a tree, everything in its season withers away. What makes the tree valuable are its roots. Because as long as the roots are in fertile soil, as long as the roots are in its assigned soil, no matter what seasons come and go, one thing is for sure. The leaves and the branches of that tree will continue to grow. They'll continue to blossom. They'll continue to bloom. They'll continue to expand. No matter the weather that comes its way. So as we are here on Father's Day. It's also your Founder's Day. Finding new parts of thyself. Finding new ways to be thyself, finding new ways to understand thyself so that you can be better present. And you can have a deeper understanding of the significance of your presence. It is not about what you buy. It is not about what you look like. It is not about how many women you can get. It is not about the superficial value of your material things. It's about your heart. And cancer season is going to remind you how disconnected you've been from it or how closely intertwined you are. That's the gift. That's the jewel. Now what you do with that is on you. We're all here in this circle of life trying to figure out what soil we need to plant our seeds in. And when you understand the significance of the seed and the spirit of that seed and the intention of that seed, then you'll be very choosy in where you allow it to lay. Because it doesn't matter how potent that seed is. It doesn't even matter how 
unpotent it is, impotent it is. Depending on the soil that is laid in determines the outcome. So even a seed that naturally wasn't even meant to bloom or create a harvest of anything, if it's laid in the right soil, you'll be surprised at what happens. But a seed that has all the potential in the world that's laid in a barren space will never grow. So choose your soil, choose your seed, and create the intent before you plant it. Because even after you physically are no longer here anymore, those seeds will continue to live on in a multitude of forms without you. It's important that you understand your worth, your value, and the significance that you bring to everything. Anytime I see a man, especially in corporate and a black man or brown man who feels defeated in the spirit because corporate will do that to you. I always pour into them. I always speak life into them because the world is beating you down enough. And sometimes you just need a reminder from someone who's unaffiliated and doesn't want you. Sometimes you need a reminder that you're doing okay. And it's going to be okay. And cancer season is the best way for you to connect with that because the beautiful thing about a Cancerian is a Cancerian is ruled by the moon. So we understand shifts. We understand the power of changing dynamics. We understand how quickly things change. And being a very cardinal energy, we take control of it before it takes control of us. So a lot of people feel like Cancers are moody. Cancers are emotional. Cancers cry a lot. People don't understand that there's a lot of strength in emotion. There's a lot of strength in spiritual knowing. And there's a lot of strength when it comes to having to feel the pain of everyone. Cancer is ruled by the moon and the moon rules the ocean. No one knows the depths of the ocean. You don't know how deep that goes. But the moon controls its ways. So you have to understand that the tears that you may cry, the tears that you may feel during the season, a lot of it isn't even your own. Cancerians cry tears for others. We feel things for others. We experience things for others. And that takes a toll. So going into this season, I want you to remember to be gentle with yourself and to know that things may come to that boiling point because they need to. There's a change. There's a shift. There is a natural dynamic that is taking place and you have the upper hand, even if it feels like you don't. You do. You have to take control of your health. You have to take control of your mind. You have to take control of your physical. You have to take control of your life. 
despite every obstacle. But there's a way that you can do that, that will allow you to remain present, that'll allow you to be vulnerable, that allow you to feel safe, but you just need to find the right space. You need to be planted in the right soil. So take inventory of your life right now. Take inventory of the people in your life right now. Take inventory of the path that you're on right now. And make the necessary decisions and choices that you need to. So that the next six months of your life. Will be everything it needs to. Okay. I love you guys so much. I am so grateful for you. I am so grateful for you. And I want you guys to know that you always have a safe place with me. You guys continue to write me. You continue to email me. You tell me how my episodes still pour into you, even though they're not specifically for any particular gender. I am going to start back giving you guys your weekly messages also because it's needed and I feel it. And although you can take from every day's episodes there's a different energy that you need and there's a different way that you need to be able to process and so regardless to if you are masculine in a woman or a male body we all have all energy but there's a different experience of a man in the world and that needs a specific type of care. No matter your ethnicity, no matter your preferences sexually, no matter where you are in the world, there's a different thing that you need, even when you're running from it. Okay? So I love you guys. Happy, happy, happy Father's Day. And welcome to your own personal freedom. Your own personal freedom. That's only attained because you found yourself. You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome. Until our next daily dose of energy. I love your freaking souls. Be gentle with yourself. Care for yourself. Do what you're needing to do for thyself. And I'll talk to you soon. Bye.